Good morning, everyone. This is Rob McDougall from Zang Financial with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, February 27th. In terms of economic releases last week, the focus, as it has been for some time, is on inflation and anything that impacts inflation. So last week, we got two primary uh, inflation gauges, PCE, personal consumption expenditure, and PCE core. And as well, we also had a consumer spending metric that's important for gauging uh, future inflation. So in terms of uh, releases last week, We'll start with two housing-related measures, January existing home sales. This is a pretty ugly chart. Uh, it continues to go down 11th consecutive month. So the interest rate increases the Federal Reserve has pushed through clearly is hampering existing home sales. So we've had 11 consecutive months in a row down. And last month for the month of January came in at $4 million. The expectation had been $4.12 million, so below expectation and way below what we were doing a year ago, which was closer to $6 million. Again, it came in at $4 million flat. Uh, also, last week we had new home sales. Now, this was surprising. Uh, this is actually bottomed out, it appears, and has inflected up. So the number for January was 670,000 new home sales, uh, well above the prior month, December, at 625. And if you go back to July of last year, uh, when it appears to have bottomed, it was 543,000. So again, 670,000 and better than expectations for January. Expectations were 620,000. So that's encouraging. Now, the bad news for last week was inflation. So we've been arguing inflation is going to continue to come down. Uh, but it has been lumpy, admittedly, and for the month of January, definitely kind of put a wrench in our thesis short term in that uh, PCE, personal consumption expenditure, came in hotter than expected. It was 0.6% month over month. Expectation was 0.4%. So markets reacted very negatively to this. And PCE core, uh, likewise, uh, was up 0.6% month over month. And the consensus was 0.4. And if you go back just two months ago, November, in terms of the reporting, that was at 0.2% month over month. So two increases on month over month on PCE core, not great for the inflation down crowd such as myself. So also related to inflation, January's personal spending, much higher than expected. So we had two months in a row. We had November and we had December. Both were negative month-over-month -month figures, but the expectation was it was going to rebound and come in at a positive 1.3% month-over-month. Actually came in at a positive 1.8%. So again, from an inflation standpoint or perspective, that's that was negative. Now, uh, we also on the same day had personal income. This counteracted it a little bit. Uh, personal income, again, with that focus on impact and inflation. If personal income is up too much, you might expect uh, excess spending, additional spending, driving prices higher. But this actually came in below consensus. Consensus was an increase of 0.9% month over month, but it came in at 06 couple of other, or at least one other, uh, February's University of Michigan consumer sentiment number came in. It was pretty much in line, so not much to speak of there, except for the fact that that appears to have bottomed out also. So last July, that University of Michigan consumer, or we'll go back to June. June last year, uh, the consumer sentiment number was 50, and uh, it's not been 
completely linear, but pretty much an upward fashion, came in at 67 for the month of February. So with all that data last week, what are the expectations for uh, GDP and inflation? We'll start with GDP expectations. The Atlanta Federal Reserve, which we follow every week, try to at least, um, now expects first quarter GDP to be up 2.7%. Now, remember coming into the year, all the discussion about the potential recession impending coming up, clearly not happening. So the reverse is the case. Looks like GDP is coming in pretty strong for the first quarter. Uh, Atlanta Federal Reserve increased their expectation. One week ago, it was 2.5%. Last week, they moved that up to 2.7%. And consensus economists' expectations, the blue chip forecast, now is roughly at zero or flat for the first quarter, but that's coming off a negative, call it 50 basis point. So it looks like the economy is definitely stronger than expected. That's not great for inflation. But inflation expectations, I will report, uh, did not move much last week. So the prior week, Friday, came in at 2.36%. That's the 10-year expectation, 10-year break-even. And uh, that moved up just slightly, only two basis points last uh, week to 2.38%. Uh, Lastly, the expectations for a Fed rate increase, um, it has moved up. So just three weeks ago, uh, there was a 92% probability that we would get 25 basis points on the March 23rd meeting uh, and only 8% that we would get 50 basis points. Well, that 50% or the 50 basis point probabilities moved up from that 8% to two weeks ago, it was 18%. Last week, it came in at 26%. So the odds are increasing. The Fed will increase 50 basis points during the March Federal Reserve meeting of uh, the 23rd of March. So with all that disappointing inflation data uh, last week and conversely strong economic data, uh, what happened to the markets? Pretty negative. So negative both, uh, well, in total, domestic equity, international, and fixed income all down. S&P 500 last week was down about 2.7%. The NASDAQ, more tech and growth, it was down 3.3%. So U.S. domestic stocks, we had growth down three, a little over 3%. Value held in better, negative 2.4. Small cap and large, roughly the same for the week. Small cap down 2.7, large cap down 2.6. For the year, though, uh, small cap continues to have a distinct advantage over large cap. International pretty much uh, down in line with domestic equities last week. The MSCI All World X US index was down 2.5%. Uh, bonds were hit pretty hard last week. So, with that in- disappointing inflation news, the two year yield rose 17 basis points. The 10 year yield rose 12 basis points. So, the Bloomberg US Aggregate Bond Index, which we follow and usually report primarily, uh, was down negative 0.9% last week. And bonds now, after having a nice rally early in the year, are nearly flat uh, for the year. So the upcoming economic data for this week uh, is a uh, very minor, uh, a modest schedule. So we have three coming up this week. We have consumer confidence. Uh, this is the federal, or this is the government's version, not the University of Michigan. 
That is expected to be up slightly. Last month it was up one to 107. For the month of February, it's expected to come in at 108.4. Then on Wednesday and Friday, we have ISM indexes. On Wednesday, that's the manufacturing version. This one we're watching very closely uh, because we've had three consecutive months of under 50. And if you've listened to these broadcasts before, podcasts, or heard us discuss uh, the ISM index, you know that 50 is a demarcation line between expansion and contraction. Below means contraction, above means expansion. So we've had three in a row that's below 50. The expectation is it's supposed to come in a little bit better than it was in January. The January reading was 47.4. It's expected to come in at 47.8. On Friday, we'll have the services version of the ISM for February. Uh, That came in very strong last month at 55.2. The prior month seems to be a big aberration. In December, it was below 50 for the first time in several years. Not sure what happened there, but it came back to 55.2 for the month of January, and the expectation for February is that it will come in at 54.5. That is it. Uh, Thank you very much for attending this podcast. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.